Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hey everyone, Ben here, and I've got Jamie with me again, uh, your favorite uh, vocal nerds here. And so today I want to talk about the exercise lip bubbles. Some people call them lip trolls. I like the, the term lip bubbles better, and I'll get to that in a minute. So we had someone who recently joined the Vendera Vocal Academy, and uh, he sent an email and said, uh, thanks again. I really wish they had programs such as this one back in my 20s. I want to grow and better my voice for the sake of singing. I really enjoy it. And then he told me a little bit about his history and influences and stuff. And so he had a question about um, lip, lip bubbles. So the question basically was, whenever doing lip bubbles, I notice I run out of breath. I'm trying to use support and not use too much air. And then if I don't use enough air, if I don't use much air, then my lips don't do the bubbling. And then in order to get the bubbling, I have to push more air. So what can I do about this? Um, how can I get the lip bubble sound without having to use a, bu a bunch of air? And so that was basically the question. So I'm actually just reading right now uh, through my email, uh, my notes that I wrote to him. And so the first thing is, I remember when I when uh, I first started doing the lip bubbles, they were pretty challenging for me uh, for quite a while. It was several weeks before they really started to make sense for me. And uh, I know Jamie in the Ultimate Vocal Warm-Up program, you have a lot of lip bubble exercises. And when I first started using that program, I didn't do lip bubbles because I was so... Uh, I had such a difficult time with them. So I was using like hums and, you know, different, different uh, options than lip bubbles. Um, and so for a while, I just thought, oh, I just can't do lip bubbles because they hurt my voice. Well, no, I was just doing them wrong. And it took me a while to learn how to do it right. So, um, so here, here are my suggestions. And Jamie, feel free to jump in. Um, so here are the suggestions that I gave to this singer on how to do this exercise correctly. So the first one is, one, I think Jamie, I think Jamie, when you call it lip bubbles, you did it for this reason, and that's because we want you to think bubble, like bubbly, like and not the way a horse sounds, right? Um, and so we want it to be bubbly, and not, so like, think of the word puppy, right? If you say the word puppy, puppy there's like an h sound after the start like after the first p and the word puppy there's like a sound puppy well right? not even that it's it's a plosive so if you look at b to p b when i say the letter b you hear my voice if i say p did you hear any sound on p, p, you did not right. it's an energy zapping constant where you produce energy or produce your voice with a b right so and I did call them lip bubbles for that reason. I think uh, I learned from Jim Gillette, and I believe he called them. I've heard people call them motorboats, uh, baby buzz, trills, just different things. But lip yeah. bubbles makes yeah. sense to me. So with puppy, right? We hear that extra H. We don't want any of that extra H in there. And that's also kind of why I like the word trill there's a lot of air release there. So I don't really like using the word trill for this. It's a minor thing, but I prefer lip bubbles. So 
when we, we want to think bubbly, right? We don't want any H sound. We don't want a horse sound, right? So that's, that's one. And whenever you do the lip bubbles, if you're new, chances are you're probably going to have it sound sort of airy, like a uh, sort of hoarse sound. We want to clean that up as quickly as you can. If you pay attention to it and you practice it, you can probably clean it up pretty well and, and cut down on the extra air use in, you know, a, a day or two, maybe a week at most. Um, so that was one. Now, the second tip that I had for the singer on doing the, the lip bubbles was making sure that there's no extra tension in the cheeks. And so what I said is, before you do the exercise, just give your cheeks a nice rub. Massage them up and down, move them around in circles, go to the uh, part of your face, like just below your temples, like the, the side of your jaw, uh, just massage everything in there. So just imagine something for a minute. Imagine you had a straw in your mouth and you wanted to hold the straw in your mouth, but you're only touching it with the lips. You're not using your tongue or your teeth to hold the straw. It's just the lips touching the straw. Now imagine you're doing that. You can even try it if you want. Imagine what that would be like. When you do that, you have to kind of tense the cheeks. You have to kind of make them squeeze a little bit in order to hold the straw. We do not want that when you're doing lip bubbles. The lip, the cheeks should be very loosey-goosey and relaxed and there should be no tension or tightening there uh, because, I mean, this is just a very simple exercise. There's no real need to tense anything there. So um, what you want to do, you know, just massage it, move it around, whatever. And if you find it's difficult to do the part of the reason might be because you're tensing in the cheeks. And so if you're tense in the cheeks, then it's harder to make the and you, you might find it coming out more. You might have to push more air to get it out. Um, the same thing applies for the lips. Uh, you can massage the lips. You can massage above the lip, like below your nose. You can massage, you know, the front of your chin, whatever around the lips and keep the lips nice and relaxed too. The, like if you're just sitting normally and you're just, you know, just relaxing your mouth is generally your lips aren't really tensed, right? You're not really doing anything right now. Imagine you were, uh, were like squeezing the lips closed, right? like you're pushing them together. We don't want that either, right? As if you're holding the straw, we want to keep the lips very relaxed. So the, the cheeks and the lips should be very relaxed and that makes it much easier to Okay. And then the, the next uh, tip that I had for the singer was, uh, and you've probably heard this at some point, but what you do is you take your pointer finger and your middle finger on each hand and then you put them on your cheeks where the teeth meet. So you're not touching, your, your fingers are not in your mouth or touching your teeth actually, you're just touching the outside of your cheek where your, your teeth come together. And then what you can do is you can push in with your fingers just a little bit and then use your fingers to slightly lift the cheek up towards your eyes and then try to make the bubbly sound. Some people might find it easier if they slightly pull down on the cheek. Oh, I don't see for me that doesn't work, but for some people that does. Now you can also you can also try pulling the cheeks back a little bit towards the ear or push forward towards the lips. Whatever you want to do. So basically all you're doing is you're just kind of feeling around and trying to find a, a way to move your cheeks that makes it easier for your lips to vibrate together. So, so some people, you know, you might need to lift up, pull down, push back, push forward. Uh, you might want to push in a little bit more on the cheeks. 
um, or maybe just slightly touch them. Uh, for some people, maybe you don't touch like right where the teeth meet. Maybe you just touch a little bit above that. And so all you, you just want to experiment play around with it and find a way to use your fingers to make it easier for the lips to vibrate. So, well, you know, um, it's, it's, here's the thing. Uh, it's about balance. So when Ben talks about massaging the cheeks, it could be because you are locking up your cheeks, almost like you're stressing them. If you lock that fleshy part of your jaw, it'll be tough for the lip bubble. If you relax them too much and when you're blowing air, you let the cheeks like puff out and vibrate, you won't be able to lip bubble. It's, it's tougher to do. So it's, it's like in between. So even when I'm working with students, uh, you can move the fingers around, but sometimes it, it's all about self-discovery. You may not have to pull the cheeks back. You may just have to put your fingers at the corner of your lips. You may have to move them to the center of the jaw, somewhere to lightly press in and keep those uh, jaws from flapping and filling up with air. That way you redirect the air to the center. <laughs> now I call these crutches. Some coaches are like, oh, but you need to use them because they can help this and that. I personally have never believed that. I've ne it's never worked for me. That's not how I was trained by Jim. Um, he, uh, he refers to them like, hey, let's use these as minimal amount of time as possible until you train yourself for the balance and you can pull them away. Then it'll work. Uh, lip bubbles are an amazing, amazing tool. Uh, I use them all the time. I've done them on several um, TV shows and warmed up for hours and my voice felt golden. So I always refer to them, even though I use the uh, Vendera Vokes or the Dr. Vokes Vocal Strength Training Kit, which is similar to lip bubbles. Uh, they both massage the vocal cords. Yeah, and so um, one of the, for some singers, they will find that if they try to do a lip bubble that air will try to go into the cheeks. And so yeah, Jamie's right, you don't want, you. there is a balance there, you don't want any uh, air going into the cheeks. And for some people, that's the reason that they have difficulty with the lip bubbles. It's not necessarily that they're tightening in the cheeks and lips too much, but it also just might be that maybe there's air going into the cheeks. So you can, uh, if you push in on the cheeks a little bit, it makes, you know, it makes it so that the air can't go in there. But yeah, you can definitely learn this without, ha um, you know, without having to use the fingers um, over time, gradually, you're able to do it without having to do that. So try to get to that point as, uh, as soon as you can. And uh, these are an incredible exercise. Uh, and, you know, there's a bunch of wonderful benefits to doing it. Um, so just, yeah, try it out. So that was the... Um, that was the email that I got, the question from this singer, and that was the answer. Uh, so hopefully this is helpful uh, to him and to any of you who are working on lip trills or lip bubbles. By the way, I prefer everyone, if you're listening to this, start calling them lip bubbles. Um, it's, it's sort of a subconscious thing, bubble, bubble is a, is a better way of thinking about it. Well, so, I, do, I do 15, at least 15 minutes a day. Uh, of them what well, depends because i'll use voice rx which is pure lip bubbles or uh, the ultimate vocal warm-up there's about 10 you know, about eight to ten minutes of them bottom line uh they really do wake up your voice you know you could be in a situation like i'm, I'm tired i'm hoarse i don't think my voice will pop back trust me uh the this little exercise is amazing and i've used it for decades and will continue to use it and train as many people in this simple little exercise as possible so definitely use it 
Yeah, for sure. Now there are other exercises that you can do if you have a little bit of, if lip bubbles are kind of challenging. In the meantime, you can experiment with some other exercises. You can do the uh, tongue trill as some people call it. It's like rolling your R's, you know, like in Spanish. Some people like that. Um, there's the garlic tone. That's yep. a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, you even just a real resonant uh, non-airy hum Mm, accomplishes something similar. Um, but you, you definitely try to, uh, to learn the lip bubble and, you know, incorporate it into your vocal warm up at the very least. And, and you'll quite like it. And actually, if you listen back, uh, to the start of this podcast, I had not done my lip bubbles today since I'm doing my vocal workout later today. But if you listen to me now, I sound more resonant. <laughs> I feel it. I feel, feel myself all buzzy and stuff just from doing those few minutes of lip bubbles compared to, uh, the start of this podcast. So, all right. I hope everyone found that interesting and useful and helpful and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do it better than me. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.